0: Just a heads up, in the following episode we had a few audio gremlins in the first 10 minutes. They clear up quite quickly though, so please bear with us. In this crazy world we live in, when people use the word geek, it can create certain impressions. In reality, geek culture has never been more mainstream. Let's learn about the real people behind the stereotype. I'm your super dummy Paul. This is... Is geek
1: my name is Darren Hackett on Twitter and Instagram I go by Yorkshire bat fan uh, I've been on for for about a year and a half two years just delving into the uh, the bat geek so to speak. Uh, yeah, I live in, uh, live in Sheffield uh, with wife uh, three kids, mainly uh, working for a catalogue company, uh, I'm a manager there, and uh, then in my spare time I'm currently working on my Batman website uh, with the toy photography that I like taking pictures of, hearing about my, my area and what have you. Uh, i have really enjoying it. Again, it's just early days at the moment in time, uh, only using my camera phone. Uh, but I'm looking into getting a lot better camera and some better lighting just so I can make uh, my photos look a lot more professional. So I'm a, a big Batman fan. Uh, I've got my dad to blame for that. For those Saturday mornings watching... Adam West fighting with rubber sharks and Egghead uh, and stuff. So I've got into liking um, Batman through my dad. Uh, but my website, like I said it were really just about my interests. But then the more I started liking and uh, sharing things, uh, I'm currently opening opening to do stuff with a few companies. Especially like in regards to Batman: Long Halloween Part Two, so real uh, looking forward to being involved with some uh, promoting with that. Uh, but yeah, that's that's about what my website is at the minute in time. Uh, again, though, I am starting to, wanting to do a lot more of uh, my photography and what have you.
0: When did you first start it up?
1: Uh, the website, uh, but just a couple of months ago, uh, but I, I started doing a lot more on Twitter and Instagram about a year and a half, two years ago. Uh, now, uh, starting to a few individuals on there, uh, Luke Bug, uh, the Geek of Steel, uh, spoken to him a lot. Uh, he shared some of his not secrets, but a little bit of like, you know, what best ways uh, are going about, like, you know, trying to get involved with. Uh, other people, other uh, bloggers, and um, what have you, has been really helpful with that. Really, really nice bloke. I'd give him a like, a share, if I were you. Really, really good, interesting things that he gets involved with. A lot of things nowadays, like with, with anything, like the TV and what have you. But I think a lot with social media, people only really concentrate on the negatives, but they don't actually think, well, hang on a minute, it's not all negative because there's some really, really good, friendly folks out there who only want the same thing that everybody else wants to. Uh, I mean, uh, Connor, who does BCRD, uh, he's another Sheffield lad, a really, really nice bloke. Uh, he's really to get his confidence built as well uh, through getting to know other people like uh, Emerald Archer uh, for instance, I like with Max, uh, Ben, and John Hammond as well, and everybody's just, just brilliant. They, they just there to help each other. But you don't hear the good side of social media, but yet in our little geek corner, should I put, should I put it? Everybody's there for each other to offer advice, uh, or just to offer offer help into best ways of getting involved with like certain things. For instance, it's like with when the Snyder cut came out. That was a really good prime example of your, your mixes. You had your good side. That everybody was like. Look, we're just here to to share it. It was something that we've been hoping, dreaming of for years to happen. Finally, happened. is so brilliant. Share share it to kingdom come. But you know, that, that well, that's what we did, and we loved it, we enjoyed it. But then you had the flip side of that when it were all Snyder cultists, and so what well, you can't win. I say, you enjoy something, you get called a cultist. It's like, oh, no, I, I, I'm sharing it because I enjoy it, I like it. I'm more DC, I'm a DC fan. Uh, I, I were more into that side, because to me, DC were. I think you hear a lot, but DC's more, not not growing up, DC's more like the real life. But where Marvel's more fantastical, so to speak. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a, some Marvel things that I, that I don't really like. Uh, Falcon and Soldier. Absolutely fantastic TV series. Loved it. Loved everything, every bit of it. First, though, uh, oh forgot, Doctor Strange. Again, amazing the, the the detail and the graphics on that film. Some of the some of the best visuals ever. I mean, the chase halfway through, brilliant, beautifully shot, really beautifully shot. But then people are like, "Oh no, you you like DC? You're on are a Batman fan. No, no, you you can't like this. I said you hate Marvel. It's like, well, I don't. I don't hate it because I've I've just given you prime examples that I don't hate all Marvel. I mean, I used to love Spider-Man. I really did. The 90s Spider-Man series, amazing, fantastic, brilliant childhood memories of that. Same with X-Men. But I'm allowed to like something. I'm allowed to, you know, not like something as much. If you want to watch Marvel, you go for it. You go for it, you love it, you enjoy it. I'll just enjoy what I like. I work for, well, probably the one only catalogue shop that's got uh, actual shops at me in time, so I can't really say who it is, but I think you can guess you know, um, in, in England. Uh, so, yeah, that takes up a, a lot of my time. When I've well when I've been at work, I've been at work for the last six months, uh, so I've been suffering with long COVID, uh, but I'm hoping to go back soon. But again, Luke Bug, uh, amazing lad for that. Uh, helped a lot where I've been, a little bit down. having a little bit of a chit-chat about stuff. Uh, he's helped a lot with that. Uh, massive love to the fella. When I'm not at work, uh, I like going out with family, going on off holidays, just days out. Temping bowling, I used to be great. Yeah, I know I've got kids, but if I can beat them at temping bowling, I'm going to do it. I <laughs> yeah. uh, can be a uh, uh, sporting, but I, I, I do like to win. <laughs> you have to know that it's not just all about winning. <laughs> Teachers are just next time ball better. <laughs> That's all.
0: So, yes, your geek journey. Um, you mentioned it started with your dad. I mean, how old were you when you first started getting into things?
1: I was... Four, five. I guess like my dad he was never a big comic book fan at all, but there were certain things like the the Adam West Sixty Six series, Saturday mornings, or school holidays. It was always a case of, like, come on, get your cereal, get your orange juice, You're sitting down, Batman's on." It all started from there. Adam West swinging on a on a rooftop. Clearly, (laughs) clearly the the roof was laid flat on the floor. Everybody knew that. But then when you're a four-year-old, it's like, oh, my God, this is just absolutely amazing. So, yeah, it went not big, but because he knew that I enjoyed it, he was like, right, it was the... Before he put me on to Superman the movie, it was the... Yet again, the most cheesiest thing ever going Nicholas Hammond's Spider Man. And I think they put, they played them on BBC Two. I don't know how they got the rights to it, but they were, I think it was like one, one of the films which So it was Spider Man. Then it was, I think it was Return, Return of the Spider Man. And then I can't remember what the third one was, but it got me onto them. And I'm like, well, hang on a minute. He's climbing. There's no ropes. What's going off here? <laughs> this is this is amazing. This is fantastic. So I, I guess I got into that again because of me dad. Me dad, uh, and then it just progressed from Nicholas Hammond, Spider-Man to then straight up Christopher Reeve Superman. Which that just well any four or five year old lad, it just absolutely blows your mind. Because yeah, you did think it, it could really fly. and um, From the, the films, it just then went on to, back onto TV series, so we had to re-watch all like Batman's. I could never get enough of them. And then as it later became, then X-Men came out, Spider-Man. Uh, these were the animated series. Uh, then Batman the Animated Series. Which as soon as Batman the Animated Series came on, I was like, whoa, hang on a minute. That's not Adam West. What, <laughs> what what's happening? And then obviously Michael Keaton's Batman. So then that just went on to different ones. And then my
2: dad was like, well, these old comics. I'm like, all oh, right.
1: Thought comics were for for, for babbies and that for kids. Um, and I was like, no, I'll, I'll get I'll get you some if you want. So yeah, blame me dad. Even though he weren't a massive comic book fan. But well, because he could tell that I enjoyed him, he went out of his
2: way uh, and, and started my, my geek.
1: Like, he showed me Batman 66. But then, because it were on the same, around about the same time, it was like Green Hornet as well. So then I was getting onto that and then uh, Buck Rogers. And the uh, uh, man from uncle, Randall and Upkate, disease, all those. It then you know, brought me onto a, a different side of the geek, then, the more science fiction side. So then that then progressed into Star Wars and Star Trek. And, and then obviously, then, then back to the more sci fi side with, like, with comic books, like with uh, Motion Man Run to. The early Green Lanterns, especially Kyle Rayner, he, he was my favourite. I think because when I was a kid, I used to like drawing comic books. I mean, I weren't amazing, but it was one of the things that I always liked to draw, like cartoon characters, like Batman, Spider-Man, Captain America, Superman. Uh, and then because Carl Rayner, he was the art he was the comic book artist. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I am well, hang on a minute, he he's doing what I like doing. But then he's a superhero as well. So then <laughs> you kind of get it back into your, in back of your head. Hang on, if he's a comic book artist. I like doing comic books. I could become a superhero one day.
0: So did it kind of stay with you then from that point, all these interests? They, they never went away or did you drop in and out of them?
1: I think they did they did for a little bit, for a few years, like when I were leaving school to like get my first job and that and because uh, I spent a, a lot of, a lot more time out of the house. Uh, so I I did lose interest but I just didn't find the time. So I missed out on a lot uh for probably about 10 years to be quite honest with you. But then when I got with my partner and then I'm more concentrating like when I went at work, just like staying home, what have you, then I'm like Oh, my God I can get, some, you know, buy, buy some uh, graphic novels, get some comic books, catch up on some films and stuff like that. So it, I re
2: found them again. Uh, I reread a lot of stuff like when um,
1: Broken Bat, the Asriel series with Batman, when that first, the first time that came out, I'd, it, in my time when I weren't really that interested because I, I, I was just too busy so I couldn't catch up on it uh, so when that first went out I, I couldn't, I, I missed out on that I missed out on Superman Red and Blue I know that's quite controversial because not a lot of people like the Superman Red and Blue storyline but the costume got me I absolutely loved both the costume variants, I thought they were amazing and then I went back, uh, in fact, it was Phoebe. I just went back and bought the entire set. Even though most of my comics are all Batmans and well, a few Justice League graphic novels here and there, but the one Superman set that I have got is that. The, I, I re, when, when I re-got back into them, I, I had to die. I had to. And then since getting back into them, then I've I've not lost interest. It's more gained. Especially now because I've got an extra couple of quid. So I can treat myself every every few weeks to actually do know, something. I'm gonna buy that DVD and now I'm gonna buy that somewhere. I'm gonna buy that now. I'm gonna get that now. Because I couldn't back then, but I can now. It was just so totally away from
2: real life. So it it
1: like an escape is I think because it was like obviously you know, like back back then, like oh school, great, really loved this. But then when I got home or Saturdays or Sundays, I could just totally zoom out of that and just delve back into this world that, yeah, it didn't it didn't exist, but it was just a fantastic old place. So it were, I think just escapism. And uh, I think Again, that's why I think when I go back to Batman, it's a case of people can obviously, apart from the morbid side of it and parents getting killed and stuff like that, anybody could be them. So I think it like deep down, like, you know, when I'm watching Batman with my dad, I could be like, well, it's only a block in a cape and some tights. Any- anybody could do that. So I think as a kid, that that's what it is. It's just the fantastical side that always drew me in. So no matter what, if I was feeling, feeling down or upset or if school had been awful, then I know fair well that during the weekend and after school when I were in my comic books or weekends when I'm watching films or TV series and stuff, it was just totally escapism. But I, I think, to, to be honest, that that's what it is with Batman, what it was back then. I think why he's still my, my, my go-to character, because he is, at the end of the day, he's just a man in an outfit. Star Wars, I mean, I love Star Wars, uh, another controversial one, but... Revenge at Sith is a good film. I do, I have a really big soft spot for Revenge at Sith. I really do. And I love Star Wars. I really do. I mean, when my uh when my kids started like getting into a um, I I think Star Wars were one at first part of case of okay, so you watch this, everybody has to watch it as a kid. It's just, you know, it, it's brilliant, but it's not in your reach. It that, that is a lot more fantastical. That is more more out, out there, other worlds, aliens. I, I, I love them, but it, it's just out there. But again, that's just my 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 personal opinion with that. That's why I more I then get drawn into back into Batman because again, man in a suit. But like my kids, they, they've all watched. Adam West, Batman 66, again, one of the first protocols. Soon as they're old enough, right? Batman's going on. I don't care. I'm wasting four foot. I've got all that series. I've got the absolutely amazing Batman 66, to over, uh, and we re- uh, returned to Batcave. Cave. Little filmed a few years after that one. But everybody has to watch Adam West dangling from a ladder, being hit by a, a rubber shark, with anti-shark repellent bat spray everybody has to watch that it's like it's a rite of passage but it, it is by now standards it's not quite graphically there it doesn't look like it could happen in real life so they were a bit like well hang on a minute it's that, that's a rubber shark that's that's not a real shark I said, look, no, I, I don't think he, he'd have been able to walk ever again where our father is leg with down that shark's throat. So th- that wouldn't have happened ever. Uh so they, they enjoy it, but they're not there. Keaton's Batman, Batman v Superman, animated series. They they love him. Masket Phantasm, Sub Zero, they absolutely love. Uh but yeah they, they, they're not they're not quite there with Batman 66. Bit gutted about, but you know, I can't win them all. I mean, all this when uh, Comic-Cons actually happen, uh the oldest, she's 20, uh and that's our dad daughter day. So whenever there is Comic-Cons like Sheffield Comic Con, uh, we're hoping to go to London, but I know they just cancelled one. Uh but we're all hoping to go back there because she's into sci-fi, Harry Potter, anything. Doctor Who, Marvel, DC,
2: Star Wars, she's into it.
1: So it's good that I've passed that on to at least one of them. It's, It's good because it's like I'm reliving what I went through. But I'm I'm really living it through the opposite side. So I can kind of see where how me what my dad were thinking and feeling, like when he showed me Batman for the first time. So you like, yeah, he'll like, he'll like this, he'll love this. And then when I did enjoy it, you know, he'll like, oh, yeah, I'm onto a winner, here. And then that that's what I feel like now. It was weird because he'd he'd buy them me, but he he wouldn't really read them or look at them himself. It was just a case of newspapers, that that's his reading material, or uh Stephen King's or some other war books. That's that's what he'd that's that as far as his reading material would go.
0: Has your daughter sort of tried many comic books or is she more into the the TV and the movies as well? A bit of
1: both to be quite honest. She Obviously, like the TV series, films, she'll watch them. She'll she'll watch watch whatever she can. Anything sci-fi, uh, comic books. She's she reads a few like the graphic novels. What I've got, uh, she's just finished the deceased set. Uh, what I got, cause I got like all the comic books. So I got like the. Two variants of everyone, So for the deceased, deceased first line at Story, then to the Dead Planet, I got the two variants of those, the zombified, and then the movie versions uh, of each one. Uh, and then as soon as it came out on hardback, I thought, well, I've got to get that as well because I loved it that much. Uh, and she's like, not that long finished the um, deceased hardback. She, she's enjoyed it. So again, Another bit of a, yeah, that's my fault. That I'll, I'll I'll take one out of three. It's good odds. I
0: think you get your uh, your geek dad badge out of that one. <laughs>
1: yeah, I should up. So after that, it's costing. It? I mean, sorry, the doors behind me—they they cost like quite a lot. As it is.
0: Just for context, Darren then pointed his camera towards his wall of Funko Pops.
1: There are about hundred and hundred and four different Batman's. I
0: didn't know they did that many.
1: Oh, there's a lot more than that. An awful lot more. I mean, these there's some that are, like, going into, like, two or 300 pounds, and I, f- I think my wife would probably kill me if I started um, forking out for the, the big rails. Like the little Batmobiles. So I've uh, started getting them, like they're the um, Hot Wheels ones. So I've uh, started getting those. I know the new uh, Robert Pattinson Batmobile. That's out already in state, so I'm trying to get hold of one of them at minute. So I think that'll cost a, a fair penny.
0: So, what started you off in uh, the toy collecting as well?
1: Well, I, mean, I used to have a lot of more more uh, the massive universe when I was a kid: Ghostbusters, Thundercats, and stuff like that, and Star Wars. Uh, but I think it's more now because I'm an adult. I've got a job. I can I can buy them myself, uh, but with the Funkos, which I collect mainly uh it were a lad uh at work who I used to work with uh and he started uh buying the star wars phone calls i think he got about three four hundred of them uh so a lot more than me uh and i'm like what's that you're like oh this it's see, it, i think he'd been to that forbidden planet before work uh and he'd, he'd got his uniform on came into work with his bag and Sat on my break, and i like, uh, like, oh, look at these, what I've just bought. I'm like, what's that? I goes, oh, it's a Funko. Like,
2: what's it do? Well, no. What
1: do we know? So the statue, like a storeroom. You can either have a mint box or a art box. It's like a, just a statue, a model. It do not do all. No, it, it doesn't do
2: anything at all all oh, right, what's the point of that? Oh. <laughs> and,
1: then, uh, and then two weeks later, uh, I went with him uh, into Forbidden Planet, and I saw him, uh, and he was he looking at this Chewbacca one or something, and then there were a DC section by next to it, and there were two
2: Batman calls, and uh, Dark Knight, yeah, the Dark
1: Knight one, I can't remember Oh, and then the Batman number one. And they were next to each other. And I was looking for about 10, 15 minutes. I was like, sure, sure. It doesn't do out,
2: But it's worth a tenner.
1: For something that doesn't do anything. So I can't move it about. I can't put it in a special pause or anything like that. It just sits there. And then a year and a half later, I've well, no, about three years later. Now I've got hundred and odd Batman Funkos that just sit at the end; they don't do out. But I like them because of all the different variants. But then from them, I've got so I've got uh, the Justice League, Ben Affleck hot toy, and I've got a few of the seven inch. McFarlane Toys, Batman and some minifigs, Hot Wheels. Uh, I've got three Lego Batmobiles. Two at the same Lego Batmobile, not the 1966 one. I've got two of them because there's two different, there's like a battle settings, that has got two rockets on it where the antenna on front to it. And then normal setting is just when it's just like normal pose. But kids bought me the second one, not realizing that I'd already got it. And do I call? We'll take it back to its shop. Don't worry about that. And then you can get somewhere else. Like, no, 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 no. Perfect excuse. Now I can build it up and now I can display both the variants of it the battle one and the normal one. Are you sure? it's the same one. So, yeah, but it's not the same one, though, is it? It's two different variants of it now, so I can display
2: them both at the same time.
1: Oh. oh. Oh, so it's okay then, you'll keep it? Yeah, I'll keep it. I built it, and it's up next to my TV, both of them. <laughs> I mean, I, if, I, if I can get variants of them, then I will do, like similar with, well, with, with Batmobiles and, well, definitely with calls anyway. So like I said, they're all different. I've got two uh, two same ones, uh, the nineteen sixty six Batman Funko, but that's because that one is
2: signed by Adam West.
1: Yeah, and that's that's getting buried with me. Whether I'm whether I'm buried or cremated, that's coming with me.
0: How did you manage to get your hands on that one?
1: The wife. Uh two years ago. Uh didn't even didn't even realise it, but she said, Oh, this one's your main present. She said, don't expect anything else. I've got you a little couple of bits, but this one costs a, a little bit of money, so you ain't got as much as what we normally spend on each other. I'm like, All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Unbox it. I'm like, oh
2: okay how (laughs) and
1: it's like no i I bought it off uh, uh, i think it's when they might sign in things from uh, from states what you can get so i've got certificate of authenticity with it as well but i keep that in the safe so i don't lose the paperwork or anything like that and then that's in a hard case where best of my phone calls so she definitely got best wife points that year. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. So like that's absolutely amazing. And literally, I don't. I always keep off social media like Christmas Day because I'm like, no, Christmas Day. That that's that's family time, and I don't do anything. It's okay. So open. Well, I wake kids up, at half past six usually Christmas Day morning. So I'm more excited than them. Wake them up. Go downstairs. Make a sausage sandwich and then we sit go into the room, open those presents and what have you. But literally, as soon as I opened, I'm like, oh, everybody's got to see this. Everybody's got to see this. This is absolutely amazing. Took photo of it straight away, straight up on Instagram after about 20 minutes, if that. Message to me, me my dad, as soon as I text him, picture of it, like, Dad, this is what Laura's bought me for Christmas. He phoned me up straight away. What the... What is that? Is that real? Is that real? Like, yeah, it's real. It's real. It's Adam West signature on a Funko. I can't believe it. And I think you was just as amazed as me. And then I think a few days after Christmas, they came up. It's like, yeah, Dad, you've got three grandkids, but you're more bothered about, wait, it's Funko. I need to see this Funko. So, yeah, she definitely got some points that year. it's changed over the years I think with the geekdom I mean, I think at one bit geeks were just looked at, oh no they're they're, they're, they're the odd odd kids who would sit in in the bedrooms or they'd sit in sheds or in basements reading comics, playing board games and stuff like that I think that Got into the back of my head a little bit when I was at that age, but I think now it's t- It's a lot, a lot different because it's more mainstream now. I mean, you've got 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 numerous amounts of TV. I mean, you've got the CW of it, the Arrow Arrowverse. You've got the MCU. I mean, the M- the MCU. I mean, I wish. Warner Brothers, you get the acting to gear and go on to the same level as MCU. But I think because of those, it's it's changed it a lot because it's a lot more in Main Street. People are everybody, whether you're highly into
2: like comics or you know, geeked in.
1: If a Marvel film, for instance, I'll use that as an example. Is on its cinemas when it? it just comes out. Uh, Black Widow, I'll use that one. So Black Widow is soon gonna be coming out. It's not just the them that want to go out and watch it. It's everything because I think because of things like MCU and the Arrowverse in particular, it's it's bringing it out a lot more to more people that it wouldn't do before. So because these are everywhere on TV or in cinema, films, Netflix, Amazon. It's opening people up more. So then people all go out and think, actually, you know, so I enjoyed that. So what else is there because of this character? So then they might look at, oh, Spider Man. Oh, these old TV series. Oh, there's all old, the films. There's your Tobey Maguire's. So I can watch all them films again. Or if they want to go really into it, then obviously there's your graphic novels, there's your comics, so they can it's a lot more easier to get hold of. And especially now with with internet, because yeah, people are naughty for doing it. But if you can't get something that's not quite available, then they can they can watch or download something online. So it it's changed changed it a lot, and social media has changed it a lot as well, because again it's more readily available so I don't think so because of this, because it's been more put into mainstream, it's changed people's thoughts on it so it's it's not looked on a, on a negative side, well it is, because obviously you still get people who or oh, no, I'm Team Marvel. No, I'm Team DC. Or no, I don't like that film. You're not allowed to like that film. If you don't like it, don't watch it. If you like it, good for you. But no, I think it's it's changed it. I think a lot of that is is to do because of MCU. So that that has changed geekdom a lot because it it's everywhere. I mean,
2: I think. I slate Disney a lot because I I don't like uh, a lot of things what they do. But
1: their promotional stuff is a lot. I mean, they brought Marvel everywhere. So it's on, it was on lunchboxes before, but now there's about 40, 50 different ones or pencil sets. So then people, people see everywhere. So then they might think, oh, I wonder what that's about. Oh, come on, love, we'll, we'll we'll watch this tonight, or big, massive summer blockbuster. Oh, well, we'll watch it. But it's not just people that are into it that want to watch it. Everybody wants to watch them. What's going to happen next? So then it draws a lot more viewers into it. So then a lot, so the geekdom as a whole, it, see, it comes across a lot more people
2: than what it used to. So that's helped it a lot.
1: Change people's opinions on other people as well, which is always good. Because, I mean, it's like a Disney Plus, for instance. I mean, on that now, you've got 90s spiders. So people who couldn't see it back then, you can bring it onto it like, like I did with my kids. You can bring it all into a new audience. But it's not just people who were, into, like, you know, geeky characters or anything like that. I mean, it could be somebody watching Disney Plus for, oh, I don't know, something on Stars, But before they flip onto that, oh, I wonder what that's about. So they might have wanted to watch Breaking Bad, but then they end end up watching, uh, I don't know, Empire Strikes Back or Avengers Endgame or something like that. So I get it's something else that is just bringing it all into a new era and into a lot more fans but people wouldn't have been fans necessarily beforehand so again because it's everywhere it draws a lot more
2: people in I think it would have been the same
1: back then in in the 80s I think well I think actually no It once I think people's perceptions have changed a lot I think in it wouldn't have worked back then, sorry. I'll I'll take that back. I don't think it would have worked back then. Because I still think people would have been like, no, I am not watching Spider-Man. I am I'm not watching Daredevil, I'm not watching Batman, no, no, that, that that's not me. I, I'm not somebody who sits in my my mum's basement or, or does anything like that. No, no. So because that perception has changed, that that helps all a lot now, now.
0: Do you think the, the biggest problem now is not so much the perceptions for, or the barriers from outside? That are they more the barriers internally, like you say, like Marvel and DC or the comic books versus the movies, or is that more what we've got to challenge now?
1: Yes, I do. I think it's, it's definitely the more in, internal geek and then in, internal companies uh, because, again, uh, well, I'll use it as the biggest divider going, the Snyder Cut. You have people who loved it, like, you know, proper, well, I'm not going to say proper fans, because, you know, that, that, that's too insulting. That's not fair on people. Um, but you've got your fans who, like, like myself, I, I wanted to see it from day one. As soon as you found heard that there were small inklings, that, oh, actually, no, that's not. What he wanted he, he wanted Other stuff And then everybody Were like Oh hang on a minute I, I want to see that So you had you, Your good fair fans Were like Oh no no I'm, I'm gonna If I can help If I can do anything To see this happen Then I'll, I'll I'll do it I'll do it But then you had Other people Who were Well Who were nicknamed The
2: Snyder cultists And they
1: they took that, but then they, they took it to a whole new level. It were you weren't allowed to like the Justice League. You weren't allowed, allowed to like that at all. Even though there might have been some scenes that were really good that that you really enjoyed. I mean, I I liked the first scene with Batman and the criminal on top of the rooftops. I liked that. I didn't I didn't mind it at all. But then. I were damned because I liked it. No, you're not allowed to like that. I think it's people like that who they would be that would be the downfall. I mean, it's like it anyway. I mean, I've similar with with comics to films. I mean, I don't I don't like civil uh, Marvel Civil War. I don't the the actual film. I, I don't like it to me, were an abomination of the comic book storyline. comic book storyline is one of my favourites ever. It were a globe spanning that got turned into a parking lot lot brawl. So a worldwide film. I didn't like it, but I didn't slate people
2: who liked it. So that's different. You're allowed to like what you like. If people don't like what you don't like, then, well, fair enough.
1: Not gonna have that against you. Your your opinion's totally different to mine. So just value each other's opinions, but that, that'll be the downfall. People who don't and they refuse to believe that, oh no, they, they can't be any other way, it's this way or that way. Well, no, it's not. Just because something's different don't mean it's
2: bad. And that will
1: that could be the downfall. I mean, obviously we all the all the messing. Warner Brothers at a minute in time, hopefully that might change once the uh, Warner Brothers discovery takeovers finally happened. Hopefully then there might be a lot more going forward. Uh, But at a minute in time what Warner Brothers did, it almost they didn't help it because it's like they were helping fans to fight against one another. Which again that's more harmful than anything. If you want to make money, then you, you you know, you make your fans happy. I mean, true, they might not all like it. I mean, people
2: don't like some people don't like Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. That's okay, that's your opinion. Other
1: people, kids, uh I didn't think it was fantastic. However, my my mate's daughter she loves Wonder Woman, and she went in to see 1984, and I think because it was more more cartoon in its how it was made, she absolutely adored it. Now, for me, that that that's more important. Just because I didn't like it m- means nothing. <laughs> she loved it. Same as, well, I I won't go fully into it, but Aquaman. That's going to uh, Aquaman two. That's going to start to be filmed sh- shortly. That's definitely going to divide. The Flash. The uh, f- oh no, that's only just started filming, isn't it? Uh, the Flash though that's going to divide a lot of people. But just because it... it You can't hate on what's not being made yet. I mean, it's only just started filming, but people have already hated it. Oh, it's going to totally destroy the Snyderverse and it's going to reset everything. Well, they said it was going to be a multiverse, so it's not going to destroy it. It's a multiverse. So it'll just be in another place. What's, what's it matter? But one bit, we'd have absolutely loved to have seen these films. I mean, Christ, if Snyder Cut or all DC films came out when I was a kid, that would have blown my mind. That would have absolutely blown my mind. But then now, there's there's too much hate for things that people they can't see. And I think they, they just hate him because it's the in thing. It's like sometimes like you know, if you start a start a new job, you have to be totally open-minded to your surroundings, especially when you're in customer services. You have to be open to each individual's needs, what they want. So somebody comes in, they want to buy a TV, you have to be open-minded what they what they need it for. Are they somebody who's highly into tech, so I think right, so there's all, the, all these different brands and stuff like that uh, right, that's, that's good, which one's best for, for gaming and stuff right, well for, for gaming, you want someone that's got high resolution uh, that'll double take your gaming system so I'd have my own, my own point of view I'd go for this TV then another customer comes in, they want a TV but they want it more for films they don't want it for gaming so right well this one will be much better for you so it's the same thing but you're changing the need for two, two totally different people so what people need to do is yeah that deep might not be for you however just because this one ain't working for you this, this other one the DC, Marvel, I'll, I'll just use that. It's two totally different perspectives, two totally massive fan bases. So you might look like DC. However, we've got Marvel, which is totally different. So i like, actually, do you know something? Yeah, I like that one. I think they just need to be open, open to different perspectives of, of everything. Whether you're a computer geek or whether you're a film geek or TV geek. I mean, I'm sure people like it with Coronation Street and EastEnders. Two totally different soaps. But people like, people like one, people like other. But they're open. They're open to liking them or they're open to people not liking them, which is a good thing with comic book geek that people just need to be more open minded
0: you can read Darren's views and reviews on his website yorkshirebatfan.co.uk Darren can be found on Twitter Yorkshire Batfern as well as Instagram also at Yorkshire Bat-Fern. there you can see his toy photography including an Adam West signed Funko Pop all links available in the show notes a super dummy production for fantastic universes find out more at fantasticuniverses.com and superdummy.co.uk slash geek you can contact the show on twitter at era of geek or by email geek at superdummy.co.uk you can support the show and fantastic universes by joining our patreon patreon.com slash universes